Got it. Numbers a lot of podcasts coming at you on a Monday this time. Coming at you on a Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the midst of the most wonderful time of the year. Okay. Play in playoff basketball is upon us. It starts tomorrow, and I couldn't be more excited. So we had to get together and talk about what's going to happen uh, in the next week and take you all through what's going to happen in the next week on uh, in this play-in, which is a relatively new uh, you know, baby for the NBA here. It's gaining some traction. We're kind of getting used to it. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm getting, you know, it's growing on me um, just to kind of explain it. Now, Crusher, did you, did you know exactly kind of how I know, I know you have the background? Can you explain to the people the, the, how it's going to work out, like the logistics? Yeah. So the way the play-in works, um, the seventh and eighth-seeded teams play one another. The winner automatically gets the seventh seed. Uh, the nine and tens play each other. The loser goes home. The winner plays the loser of the seventh, eighth game for that eighth seed. Mm, okay. And of course, the seven will play the two and the eight will play the one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Appreciate that. That was a simple way to put it. I know it could be confusing for some. Um, but yeah, so we got, you know, today is Monday the 11th. Tomorrow, no NBA tonight. The regular season is over. Uh, we'll also get into the season awards as well. But tomorrow we got Cavs and Nets, and we got Clippers Wolves tomorrow on TNT. And this is this is it. I mean, um, I like it because it brings a little aspect of you know win or go home to the NBA, which uh, you know it gives you know sports like the NFL uh, leagues like the NFL that you know that excitement. Uh, that playoff excitement where it's like, hey, you got a rubber meets the road, one or, one or two games, and, you know, it's over with. So Cavs and Nets, we just learned uh, that um, your man's crusher will be out for tomorrow's play-in, uh, Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Well, the Cavs, I mean, the Cavs won't have his services uh, protecting the rim, so it's all on Evan Mobley. So who we got? Let's just jump into it. Cavs and Nets. Ben and we also learned that Ben Simmons will not be playing in this game. Uh, they're hoping for the playoffs, but he won't be available either. So, what are we thinking, man? Cavs net. I got uh, I got Nets plus eleven. Oh, uh, I feel like Brooklyn gonna come out and handle their business. Uh, I also believe this is kind of gonna be like a revenge game for Kyrie Irving. Um, I don't think he liked how the organization pivoted from him to LeBron when he came. And uh yeah, I think I think they're gonna they gonna they gonna get it over quick. It's gonna be three quarters. Mm. Whoa, okay. I kind of like the sound of that. Um I definitely got the Nets. Um not sure about how much they'll win by. Um I do think. It may be between eight and double figures, though. Um, I think both KD and Kyrie uh, go for over 25. Um, perimeter D for the Cavs is 
a bit shaky. Um, I don't think Okoro, who was probably their best perimeter defender, can hold either one of the net scorers. Um, and without any rim protection, I think it's going to be the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Evan Mobley, he's still, you know, he's a rookie. You know, that's a lot to to put on a rookie his first year, him having to guard Drummond. Um, I think Drummond's going to eat. Uh, and, yeah, it's, I think it's going to be over in the span of, you know, three quarters. Hmm. But, you know, I don't know nothing. I know nothing. So, <laughs> but, I know nothing. <laughs> I don't hey, know. It's just it's your opinion. Get it. Yeah, it's just my opinion, man. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be over quick. Um, I, I just don't see they waste. I just don't see Brooklyn wasting any more time at this point. Like they got a goal in mind, and if they do win, they get to play the Bucks, right? No, no, huh? the, no. The Bucks are already locked in. At um, the Bucks are already locked in to play the Bulls. Oh yeah, Bucks playing the Bulls. Let me get let me look at the standings. So yeah, the Bucks are the three seed. So Bucks play the six, which is the Bulls. So they would actually, so they would actually get Boston. Boston. Yeah. Oh, Kyrie want that matchup too. That's definitely. Gonna definitely. That's, that's gonna be real good. So yeah, they're gonna get this over with real, real, real quick, real, real fast. Like, I ain't gonna real lie, this, right. the most, this is the most excited I've been for NBA playoffs in a few months. I mean, in a few years. Um, just with the trades that's happened, a couple of the storylines, this, that, and the third. Um, those first round matchups are going to be dope. It's going to be ridiculous. And the Eastern Conference, I feel like the championship is going to come out of the Eastern Conference. It's just it's just beautiful to see. Um, but, yeah, Cavs and Nets, I believe it's going to be a closer game. I, I think that, you know, I think the Cavs will put up a fight. I think Evan Mobley will show that, you know, he is the rookie of the year and he'll – you know he he'll 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 drop twenty and ten ish, um, and and you know Darius Garland will prove that he is indeed the most improved. Twelve and seven. Twelve. <laughs> That's how much he, you think he'll. You think Drummond gonna shut him down pretty much? Twelve and twelve and seven for Mobley. Okay. I don't even think I don't even think Drummond gonna guard him though for the majority. I think if anything, I think they're gonna try to put KD on him. Hmm. Okay. And then who gonna guard Garland? On the perimeter, Bruce Brown, Kyrie, or I would put Bruce Brown on. Yeah, I would. I would see Bruce Brown guarding him. Um, I, you know, I just think they they are they will pull up a fight. They've been they proved that they are a solid team throughout the year. I think they'll at least put up a fight where mid fourth quarter is when the Nets will kind of bust it open. So I'll give them mid fourth quarter. Say that, but yeah, hopefully the Nets handle business. And get to the playoffs where we all want them, want to see them, um, and get Ben Simmons back and all of that good stuff. So, all right. So that's that game. Uh, next game tomorrow night. After that one will be Clippers Wolves. And as you can see, we just learned Mino will uh, be back shortly. We just learned that my man's here um, is doing three on three workouts. Kawhi Leonard. We already have. You know, I'm sorry, not we. The Clippers already have Paul George uh, and Norman Powell back. Um, you know, they have Robert Covington guarding the guarding the best player on the opposing team, taking the pressure off of Paul George to do that. 
in that role. So hopefully the Clippers, similar to the Nets, will handle business tomorrow. But I think this game will be much closer than this game. This game is going to be much closer than the Cavs Nets because Pat Bev ain't going to be playing. He going to be Pat Bev about to come out like this is the championship. Um, you got Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell. So this game is going to be much closer. I mean, hopefully the Clippers get get past it, but it's not going to be easy, especially without Kawhi. I think the Clippers will win. I think the game will be competitive um, when both teams have their starting fives in the game. Um I think the Clippers more so pull away once you get to your bench, to your bench players. Um, mm-hmm. As much as everybody in the city is a fan of Pat Bev, man, I, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I, I, losing faith in your man? It, it, it ain't about losing faith in me, man. I'm, I'm just, I'm just not a, like, I'm a fan of, the effort and like the heart that Pat Bev brings to the game, but I'm not a fan of his game at all. Um, and from one Chicago into another, like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, it's a, it's a good possibility. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have to catch a fade if we play, man. Like he, he, he gets a bit too worked up for me and things become damn near dangerous. You know what I'm saying? When he gets pumped up, but you know what I'm saying? Nonetheless, Damn near any team could use, you know what I'm saying, a player that bring that 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 type of heart and 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 effort to the game. Again, I, I think that game will be competitive when the starting fives are still in the game. But once you get down to your bench players, I think that's when the Clippers will pull away a bit from that game. Yep. Yeah. Uh Caesar. I mean Caesar. Vegas got the money line for uh Minnesota. Yeah. Yep. Like I said, it's not going to be an easy game. Like, Clippers, it's not going to be an easy thing to, 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 to get this W. So, I mean, I won't be watching that game very closely. It's going to be, you know, Nick Batum got to show up. Robert Covington got to show up. It's going to be them. Like, Reggie Jackson can be streaky. Um, Zubak got to gotta, gotta play. He can't be on some bum stuff that he he be on. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, Zubak going to give up 30. Like, I like I like the Clippers. I like the Clippers in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I like the Clippers in this game. And I think uh, what's going to happen is we're going to see, like, this game is going to define, I believe, uh, Ty Lue's coaching prowess. Hmm. Um, I, for some odd reason, I believe he's going to minimize Cat's effect. And I think that's going to be key to the game. Norman Powell, Paul George, Marcus Morris, the perimeter defenders that they have, they'll be able to uh, limit Anthony Edwards' uh, scoring uh, punch. I agree. And um, D'Angelo Russell, he's kind of ill right now, last I heard. And that's not, like, like fake. Like, he's kind of sick or whatever, so. Oh, wow. Let me see. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to be as effective as he needs to be in order for him to get, you know, a W in this game. And uh, I think it's the Clippers are going to – they're going to they gonna make some noise. Hopefully. Like I said, hopefully they can handle their business. Like, 
like like the Nets handle their business and yeah, get to the playoffs. It it would be sad not seeing Paul George or possibly healthy Kawhi in the in the playoffs in the Western Conference. Um, it would be sad. I, I forgot they got Covington. Is Covington healthy? Yeah. Huh? I I still think Cat gonna give him thirty. But Covington when, healthy? Yeah. yeah. I still think Cat gonna give him thirty. But with Cat giving him thirty, they probably lose by twelve at least, though. <laughs> if 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 Cat scored thirty, because like Minnow said, I think the perimeter D, um, they just got so many defensive wings to throw at Anthony Edwards, um, <laughs> and uh, and D'Angelo Russell. And the truth of the matter is, you just don't know. What, you just don't know what you're gonna get from game to game. With players like Malik Beasley and Jerry Vanderbilt and them. So Malik Beasley, so streaky. What are you about to say, Mino? I'm gonna say, watch and go for 40 tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> if, if 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 he go for 40 on 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 PG Covington and Norman Powell, it's gonna be one of the most earned 40s he Man. ever got in his life. No, it's gonna be Rocco, it's gonna be Nick Batum. And then Terrence Mann gonna guard him every now and then when he in the game. Oh no, Terrence Mann gonna shut down uh D'Angelo Russell. That's his that's his defensive assignment right there for the day. Man, look, it's he's he a little fiery defender too. So it's, mm-hmm. it's gonna be good. I hope they handle their business. I hope Ty Lue, you know, do what he do. I hope to I'll see him in the playoffs. So that's that's that. So uh, that's it for the West. Yes, that's it for Tuesday's games, at least. Wednesday's games on ESPN, we got um, kind of anticlimactic. So we got Hornets, Hawks in the Eastern Conference uh, on Wednesday. Who we got in that matchup? Hornets, Hawks. I mean, no, I don't know. I, 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 still, got, I still got the Hawks. Um, mm. They've been a bit up and down. Been been banged up too, but so so has so has Charlotte. Um, I just think that the Hawks find a way to get that W. I think I think they I think they force you know what I'm saying some wild shots from from Charlotte. Charlotte isn't a very disciplined team, um, and I think Trey Young, you know what I'm saying, really really drives the ship, and he'll be able to control that game. Um, they they definitely gonna miss John Collins. I even did some research earlier today to see if he was even close to coming back, and it's not looking like it. Um, so I think they win that game. But is it uh, at home? Who at home? Atlanta. Atlanta's nine. Uh, Charlotte's ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that reason, is 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 why I think Atlanta wins. Um, they got a really great fan base. Regardless of how they playing, <clears throat> excuse me. And so I think they win the first game, um, but I think they buck stops there though. But we ain't got that far yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, I got the Hawks too because throughout the season, the Hawks, even though they've been kind of streaking up and down, they found a way to win games, even being banged up, not having John Collins. Mm-hmm. Trey Young is a beast, man. He, he finds a way to win games and lead his team to victory. So, you know, you got the Hawks too? No, man, I'm going uh, to follow my gut on this one, man. I'm going to go with the Hornets. Mm, um, on the road, okay. 
I believe uh, Trey Young and LaMelo Ball are going to have like triple double ish type numbers for their squads. Uh, but the athleticism of Charlotte, I believe, is going to make the difference in this game. Um, Atlanta doesn't play any defense. And I don't know. I just, for some reason, I just got the hawk. I mean, I got the Hornets win. And uh, I think Miles Bridges is going to be excellent. Nobody's going to be able to stop Miles Bridges. Um, If I'm coach, I'm putting Terry Rozier on uh, Trey Young. Um, Why is that? Uh, to slow him down. Terry Rozier is a, is, a, is a little pest on the defensive end. Um, and they, that's what they're going to need to slow them down, especially at home. So I can see I, – I can see. I can see Charlotte. I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte wins. So that's who I'm going to go with. I mean, hey, it's, I think it's going to be a, a tough game overall. Yeah. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if this game went to, like, overtime. You know, right. Winning, but I still see Trey like, Young, like – like for some reason in my head, I'm thinking like 128 to 124 or some shit like final score of the game. Yeah. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting. I think the two point guard is gonna make it an exciting game. Um I just see I just see Trey Young on the same level as a Luca, Luca Doncic. You know, they I feel like they have the same type of kind of star power and what they bring to their team. And I think his star power is gonna take him over the edge, but we'll see. We shall see with that game. Next game, Wednesday night, we got the San Antonio Spurs who in the play-in. <laughs> Damn, they can't even. What do you know? What do you know? I mean, they supposed to be, what, like, you know, 14, 15, you know. But who do they have on their team? Like, Jonathan I don't know. Kelton Vassal? I, something like that. Somebody, I don't know. So, Kelton uh, Johnson, my fault. Kel, yeah, Kel, so him and then uh, Dejounte, but that's yeah. Still got old the top. They still finding a way to be in playoff con- conversations for some reason. That's crazy. But they play the Pelicans, um, and that that rounds out the uh, Western Conference play-in. It's gonna be tough. I mean, the Pelicans got you know um, Minnow's boy out of there, um, McCullum. But the Spurs are the Spurs. So who y'all got? I'm gonna go with y'all. Spurs won and done, man. What you mean? Are they gonna lose? Oh, they're gonna lose this game. Okay. Yeah, why, you, they out. why why you say they would lose to the Pelicans? Just ask. Well, I think that the Pelicans, with the addition of CJ McCullough, they got more experience on their team for one. Um and they battled. That team has battled back from almost a seller at one point, you know what I'm saying, to be in the ninth seed. Um, they got an emerging young big in Jackson Hayes. Mm-hmm. And I really think their inside presence, opposed from just Brandon Ingram and CJ McCullough, um, are really what's going to hurt the, uh, the Spurs in that game. Spurs are three and one against the Pelicans this year, FYI. Yep. 
But uh, you know, it's gonna be a good game, man. It's gonna be a good game. Um, Dejounte Murray, most improved player of the year candidate, probably should win it. Um, don't think John Moran is the most improved candidate. We'll get into that later, but I don't know when the Spurs show up when it's time, and I feel like Pop is gonna give them that speech that's gonna really get them riled up to to go out there and give it their all. I feel like Pop is on some Coach K type stuff. And it's like, they don't know when his last, you know what I mean? Like this might be his last kind of hoorah and they just going to leave it all out there. Who knows? I don't know. But Minnow, who you got? Yeah, uh... CJ McCollum, you got, you know. Man. I'm I'm gonna go with the Spurs, man, because I, I I can't I can't bet against Pop in the final in the in the playoffs. Yeah, that's a good bet, bro. And that's and that's all I got. That's all I got for that matchup. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, CJ and and Dejounte they gonna do their thing, but everybody else I I just don't know. I just really don't know. So uh, yeah. if they come down to and I had to pick coaches, I don't even know the name of the Pelicans coach to be honest with you. Yeah, what is his name? I forgot his name. His black coach, though. He 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 did. He had a good year. Was his uh? Hold on. What is his name? But yeah, this taking too long. You know what I'm saying? That proves my point. I'm riding with Pop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's my answer right there. All right. I feel you. I feel you. All right. So that's that's that. Um, and you say, so crush. You said the loser. The played. loser nine ten game is done. Right, yeah, and not- they'll play. They'll play the loser of the uh, Minnesota Clippers uh, game. Gotcha. Okay, cool. That's gonna be interesting. I, I like to play in. Yeah, I think it's a good, you know, addition to to the playoff to the playoff basketball, and you know, it's it's a good thing. It's a good new aspect uh, to put into it. So it's solid. All right. So that's that. Um, so as as we stated before, this is the end of the regular season. It's been a great regular season, man. Um, ups and downs. It's, it's been a lot of a lot of excitement this season. Very excited for the playoffs, but the regular season is done, and that means the season awards are ready to be handed out. So obviously, we have most improved rookie of the year, defensive player of the year. Six man, most improved, and coach of the year. Obviously, there are others, but these are the, the ones we're going to focus on today. So let's let's start bottom up. Let's go. Let's go. Who was y'all coach of the year? Oh, for me, without a doubt, is uh, it's my man out in Phoenix. Um, I think a close second is uh, the coach in uh, in Memphis. Uh, with the way they play without um, John Moran all season. Well, not all season, but, you know, the times that he did miss. But um, – Right. But Monty Williams uh, should have been coach of the year last year. Should have been. Um, but he was not. And this year uh, they've set a franchise record in wins. Um They've had multiple people go down with injuries, and that team has still found a way to remain atop the Western Conference. So, for those reasons, I think Monty Williams should be coach of the year. Nice. Uh, best record in the league, 
FYI, too. Minnow, who you got? I mean, I'm going to go with Monty Williams. Um, everybody was talking about last year was their only chance of winning a championship. Um, they wouldn't get back to where they were. Um, they got the number one seed, and they proven everybody wrong. They had Chris Paul was out. Devin Booker was out at one point, and they just kept chugging along. And uh, they got DeAndre Ayton doing his thing, and, you know, they they clicking. They clicking over there. So uh, they're going to be tough to beat, and Monty Williams deserve it. They only got Tory Craig back. Yeah. Uh, and he was, was really cool in the playoffs for them last year, especially on defense. Um, they added another guard in Justin Holiday. Uh, Michael Bridges has taken a, 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 a small leap, in my opinion, in his career. Um, he's much better than he was last year, in my opinion. Way better. So, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty obvious. I mean, the, the man coming off the year he had last year to, to, to take his team from that to a, what is this? 64 and 18 record. He's eight games above the second seed Memphis Grizzlies. And he has the best record in the league. And come on, man, it's, it should be a no brainer that Monty Williams uh, is the coach of the year this year. And he's doing all of this with a 36 year old point guard point God, excuse me. And with outside of him, it's the, pretty much the same team like before last year. So it's like you doing all of this with just Chris Paul, you and Chris Paul pretty much. That's so that, that's, that's, that's amazing. That's an amazing job. Get that man his trophy. I think so. Um, all right. Next we have, let's go from the coach of the year to mm, most improved. Who y'all got for most improved player of the year? This is a little murky, I think. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's Garland. So, FYI, Draymond um, has been very vocal about this. He's he got on, um, I think, post game, and he said, "Judge it by the exact name of the award. If it's most improved, obviously he was, you know, voting for Jordan Poole, his teammate, which I get. But he was saying John Morant is not the most improved. John Morant was amazing last year, so it should be, it should be the actual most improved player." He was my, thing with, my thing with with uh, with Darius Garland is not only did his statistics improve, um, due to a season-ending injury with Colin Sexton, he immediately became that team's number one option, and he, and a winning percentage increased. Yeah, it wasn't just highly, highly, yeah, highly. At one point, they were a top four team in the league for most of the season until Jared Allen went down. 100 percent um i think he i think he stepped up in his in in in, into the role that he was really pushed into due to injury and exceeded all expectations went crazy went crazy uh, is is my most improved um definitely has off to miles bridges though yeah really really well this season um I forgot about Miles Bridges. He increased like eight points a game. I don't, I don't really, yeah, he 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 has improved eight points a game. Um, but I really don't know if you know he's had a role change, if that makes any sense. So he went up like eight points a game. Um, however, uh everything else across the board is down. 
rebounds, field goal percentage. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a free throw percentage drop a whole six a whole six percent. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's um, eighty six percent from the line to eighty percent. Um, and it's two point percentage though. Um, dropped a good seven percent. Um, he but, he, but he was very very healthy though. He played eighty games this season. That's good. He played eighty games. Um, but Darius Garland had the Cavs at one point um, having home court advantage. You know what I'm saying in the in the playoffs into the Jared Allen injury, and for that reason, um, my pick. Is Darius Garland? Yeah, like I said, it's uh, Darius Garland. Pretty much, again, people forget about that. The, the Cavs had um, Darius Garland, Ricky Rubio, who got injured, who was really doing very well for them, um, and Cog Sexton. They was talking about you know Sexton land and all that, and he, both of those point guards went out and, and to to do what he did was phenomenal. Um, you know, like I said, John Morant has gotten pushed into this conversation, but I don't, you know, he's an MVP candidate. Like like Draymond said, he's an MVP candidate. He's not a most improved player candidate. He shouldn't be, at least. And, and that's the thing with Garland. Even when Sexton went down, um, they had Ricky Rubio, who was playing amazing. And Garland was playing off the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, he pretty much had to switch positions. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, he's definitely played some 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 point guard in his in his career before um was pretty much a combo guard you know what i'm saying in high school and college but once rubio went down he 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 strictly had to play point guard um and still averaged um six yeah a, a, a sissy game you know what i'm saying and over 20 points while shooting like 46 percent from the field ridiculous and an all-star Reserve, but an all-star nonetheless. And then, obviously, I got to shout out my boy DeJounte, 21 points a game, nine assists, eight rebounds, all-star as well. So, I, I think you can really give it to either one, Darius Garland or DeJounte Murray. I just don't want to see – I don't want to see John Morant get it, but I, I want to see John Morant get his props for this year. I don't want to see him get this award, though. So, Mino, what's your thoughts? Uh, I'm with Crusher. Um, most improved, Darius Garland, hands down. Um, you can't deny his impact on the team, his numbers. Um, the organization, like, literally started, like, building around him. Like, they went out and got Rubio for him. You know, they went out and got uh, Rondo for him, you know. And, like, the organization is now looking at him as, like, a true centerpiece. And I didn't – that came out of the blue. I didn't see that coming at all. So, um, yeah, uh, DeJounte Murray doing his thing. Miles um, Bridges will probably be my runner-up, though, because he was killing, especially at the beginning of the season. At the beginning of the season. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, those would be my, my, my top two, for sure. Okay. All right, let's move on. Uh, Sixth man of the year, this is pretty much – everybody knows Tyler Hero. He's like a negative 20,000 on a fan duel. So it's like, come on now. Ain't, ain't nobody, like, literally, there's no one else. Like, they had the second to him was, um, who was it? Boy from Charlotte. Um, I forgot his name. Anyway, exactly. So, like, <laughs> Tyler Hero is the sixth man uh, of the year. Uh, Kelly Oubre? 
Kelly Oubre, right. They had Kelly Oubre as the second run-up from him. So it's like you don't even really think about Kelly Oubre. So that's how great of a year um, Tyler Hero has been having. I, I believe he leads the, leads the heat in scoring, right? Yes. As a six-man. So I guess shout-out to him um, for that award. So let's go to Rookie of the Year. Who was y'all rookie of the year? This 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 one was close. This one was closer than you, know, you got Evan Mobley, Kay Cunningham, Scotland Barnes, especially with Kay Cunningham um, been doing. What what who what role Paris say? Uh, on EBC. <laughs> what did he say? He called him uh, I forgot. Big Daddy Kay. Big Daddy Kay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Ro Parish, man. Shout out NBA TV. Get get numbers live on NBA TV, man. NBA TV need numbers live. Let's get it, man. It's, it's business. But anyway, yeah. Kay Cunningham has made a, a big leap in the in the last games of the season. But Crusher, you still say Scotty Barnes? Yeah, man. I'm 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 personally going with Scotty Barnes. Um the numbers, the numbers add up uh as far as uh points, rebounds, but I think more so is his defense and then also how well he's fit in with a team um, that has max players, Van mm-hmm. Fleet, Siakam, uh, Gary Trent Jr. played well all season. Mm-hmm. Um, and also – He's been asked to run the point a lot too. Not they sure if a lot of people watch a lot of Raptors games. No, I do. I love the Raptors. They but, trying to they trying to make him as like an onto the coupo. Like they a lot to- of times he runs the offense. Yep. And I think that's special. Um, I didn't I didn't expect him to now. Granted, he didn't shoot uh an, an, an extremely high clip from the three-point line, but he shot it pretty well. And that was that wasn't really one of his strong points coming out of high school or college. Um, I think I think he improved his game even during the season, and for that reason, and also team success, I think that he's rookie of the year. Yeah. Shot thirty percent from the three point line, fifteen three assists, about eight rebounds a game on fifty percent shooting as a rookie. That's can't, can't sneeze at Minnow, what's your thoughts? Uh, I had Evan Mobley at first, um, but then he got injured. And so uh, now I'm going with Scotty Barnes. He's been the most consistent. Um, injuries haven't uh, impacted his season uh, like the other two in uh, Kay Cunningham and uh, who's the other one? Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been the most consistent. He's showing he has the most complete package on both ends of the court. Um, and like uh, Crusher pointed out, like he's playing with max players. I didn't even think about that. And he's he's sticking out. Like, you know, um, he's making other players look dispensable, like OG Ananobi, for instance. You know, we, 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 we question like if, if, if OG is cutting into his development now, you know, and stuff like that. So um yeah if i had to go now i would definitely go with uh scotty barnes as my rookie of the year well shout out shout out k cunningham though man like i just i don't really watch too many pistons games but i see his numbers man and it's just 
the numbers he put up, and especially that last game against the Nets, he showed out and um, just he, he has had a great year. Obviously, he started off injured and started had a late start, and I feel like a lot of it has to do with the Pistons just being a um, not as good team and not in the playoff hunt. Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes have their teams in the playoffs, so it's obviously between them two. But for me, with K though, I think K will have. Um, a better argument for rookie of the year if when uh, when Jeremy Grant went down, excuse me, in like November, with that injury, it was it was already said he would be out to February. And during those couple of months, Cade still didn't take that leap that he's that he took within the last month, month and a half of the season. If he had taken that leap during that time without uh, Grant, um, I think he'd have a much, much, much better case for rookie of the year. True. I, I definitely agree. But how much of that do you think was just him ramping up coming off of that injury, though? Coming off of injury, like he started off, you know, not playing. And he's a rookie, too. Like, I don't know. It's asking a lot for him to hit the ground running in November right off the injury. Well, I mean – you said you saying asking a lot, but I mean, I know you make. I know you said he he was he was the number one pick. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, you know what I'm saying? We asking this from a a a, a, a mid level first rounder. Um, you know what I'm saying? This is a guy that was projected to be number one his senior year, junior year at Mount Verde. So, uh, a lot of people expected to see almost immediately what they're seeing now. Gotcha. All right. All right. So that's what get a year. Um, shout out to Evan Mobley. I think he'll, I think he'll get it. So next, our last two, Defensive Player of the Year. This is – I like – I still like the Defensive Player of the Year. Call me crazy, but I still think defense matters. I still think defense is a thing. And I look at it. I, we got, you know – they say it on this website here. I'm looking at uh, some website spilled times, but it's saying Giannis, Rudy Gobert, and Macau Bridges. But I think this is like four days ago. But my rookie of the year is Marcus Smart. Um, and I think Vegas has him favored. Defensive player of the year. You said rookie. Oh, my bad. Defense player of the year. My bad. Defense player of the year. My defense player of the year is Marcus Smart. Crush it. I'm, I'm sure you got. Giannis, why why do you have Giannis over over other over these other guys? Well, in all honesty, in that picture, Marcus Smart is actually blocking the Giannis shot. Oh. Um, my pick, my pick, you know what I'm saying, after after listening to you and you know what I'm saying, other consideration is Marcus Smart. Um, for one, he's the most durable out of all of those players, but I think he's also asked um to guard the most players out of all of those players. Um, I honestly think, and, you know, it's always an if, but, you know, luckily for a lot of players, uh, he's vertically challenged because if not, I think it'll be that much, that much more difficult to score on him. And I also think you kind of have to watch Marcus Smart play defense off the ball, kind of like Draymond Green, Um, a smart player on defense, you know what I'm saying, whether it's on ball or off the ball. Um, and he's made his case for defensive player of the year probably like the last two or three seasons. Yeah. Um, but I think this year he 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 finally gets it. 
especially with that big defensive turnaround that the Celtics uh, had um, as to why they're now the number two team in the East. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, no, you got it. Uh, I'm going to go with Bam. Oh. Um, I like Bam from the Miami Heat uh, just based off of uh, his presence. Um, I don't think it what he does for that team defensively shows up on the stat sheet. Uh, but yeah, if I had to, if I had to go with 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 a defensive player, I think about Bam. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm, that's my pick. I know Miami is your, your boys. I get it. I get it. I got it. I got it. And, and shout out to the Miami Heat though. They just a well oiled machine. They don't people don't really talk about them. They just still. Two games up on the on the Celtics for the for the lead in the in the East, just doing their thing. Still a stifling defense. It's funny when you know we play fantasy, and whenever you look at us player stats, and they'd be like 30, 29, 30, 30, 25, 8, 30, 30. Like it's either it's a few teams in there. Either they played the the Celtics or the Heat or the Grizzlies. Sometimes the Grizzlies too, and or the you, Grizzlies, or the Grizzlies. Yes, the Grizzlies are a really good defensive team too. But most of those times, when you see a player's numbers, oh, call, you know who else? The Dallas Mavericks without Porzingis. Shout out Jason Kidd. Shout out Jason Kidd for the for the defensive. Yes. Let me tell you, I was watching uh, the first time the uh, Dallas played Utah. Donovan Mitchell had like eight points. And so I was watching him on the second go around. I'm like, all right, Donovan Mitchell probably going to try to go off because he, he didn't go off against them last game. They held that man to 12 points Ooh. again. Like, Who was and they beat him. They beat, they beat, they beat Utah so bad. Uh, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell came out and was like, it's the same shit. Same shit every day, man. I wish I was in New York, man. Come on, bro. Right. <laughs> what do yeah? What do you what do you equate that to? Like just Jason Kidd's defensive schemes, or like a particular player, like Finney Smith, locking them down. Like what? What do you think it is? I think it's uh, Jason Kidd's defensive prowess. You know, showing up on the court. Um, now that you don't have Porzingis having to game plan around if he's going to play or not, I think it allows you to focus and hone in on your defensive presence and what you're going to do collectively as a team on the court. And that message and that chemistry builds game by game. And so I think you 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 tie that along with, you know, Jason Kidd being the, the defensive mind that he is, and that's what you got, especially against like guards. Like I've been, I believe he definitely be able to game plan around guards. I was just about to say that with with I I agree with you hundred percent. With Jason Kidd being a point guard, one thing he knew how to do was get players in that spot. And so if he's watching film, especially on a player like Donovan Mitchell, you know you know the spots that a lot of superstars like to get to. You know you force them out of them spots they're still going to want to get their shots off, but they're going to take them in spots that they're not used to taking them in. And it's just convenience. not equate to uh, a, a, good, a good shooting night or a good shooting percentage. And I think that is amazing, you know what I'm saying, for a coach to 
watch film and game plan to, you know, take a player out of their spots. Very true. Very true. It's, it's, it's crazy. How, uh, the, just the job that Jason Kidd has been doing. He has the Dallas Mavericks at 52 and 30, fourth seed in the West right now. Um, you know, and with the way they started off, you know, with the whole Porzingis thing and everything to be fourth in the West, that's, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty great. Um, I know Juwan is somewhere smiling at his, uh, at his wannabe uncle doing his thing. Talk about addition by subtraction. Man, I didn't, I didn't know that it would, it would have this big of an effect. Like, I guess they really was at it. Like, they really wanted Porzingis out. Like, I, I was like, damn, you, you lose, like, a good rim defender. Like, the Porzingis, like, not to be disrespectful to Porzingis, he's still a great player, a good rim defender, a rim protector, a good shot. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know you know. I know you know. But it's like, you know, you can't you can't front on him, but it's like, dang, like, the, the job that they've done without him is like, wow. I mean, I don't know. Um, we'll see what kind of career Porzingis has from now on, but it's it's looking like, I don't know, he, he's, he's struggling to find a home. So, and that's obviously Luka's team at this point. So, Mavericks just took a crazy hit, though, man, with the Luka injury. Yeah. So, what's yeah. the other thing? Um, I think they said it was a strained calf. Saw a picture mm-hmm. earlier today. He's in a boot. Yeah. I saw that he was struggling, wincing in the boot and all that. Yeah. That's, 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 that's super tough. unfortunate, but. Yeah, they they need some more. They they still need to add a couple more players that's gonna help Luca out. You know what I mean? Like defensively and like just I mean, Dinwiddie Dinwiddie is solid, but I don't know. They need one more good defender. I think. You know what I mean? They need a they need a bam. Yeah, for sure. They need somebody for sure. Because who is that? They need a a bam. They need a they need a uh... yeah Tyson Chandler. Goddamn it, that's what they need. (laughs) Somebody like that. A Clint Capella. Yep. Uh, um, they need one, of them, one of them bigs down in Orlando. Like they could, you know what I'm saying? They could use a Bomber or something like that, right? Somebody they they, they looking at Rudy Gobert, actually. I, I saw the reports that they're looking at Rudy. So interesting. But all right, we 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 getting off topic, but a little bit. That was defensive player of the year. So MVP. The MVP conversation has really gotten murky. I mean, it's no, it hasn't. It's just Joker, bro. It's it's Joker. I'm sorry. Like I said, the MVP has really just gotten really (laughs) kind of confusing. I mean, you know, shout out Luke. He was he was up there too in top five every now and then. You know, Luca should have been in the conversation too. And then, you know, I just want to I just want to take this time out to just shout out Joel and B, man. Just going through all of this. Yeah, man. He did his time, man. Ben Simmons drama, like people forget, like. 75% 75% of the year, he was without James Harden. So, and he has his team, where, where are they at? I mean, he has his team fourth in the East. I mean, at 51 and 31, I mean, he has the most 40 and 10 games in the in the, in the the league this year. And I don't know, he's, he's, he's the, the first center since Shaq to win a scoring title. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I believe Joker will get it because he has the numbers and he has the most assists. But just shout that out. It, though? Is that it? Is that it? Shout is out to Joel Embiid, man. That's is that saying. it though? Number Go numbers? Ahead. That's it. Let me ask I you mean, a question. Let me let me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Before Philly got James Harden, who's the second best player on the on the on the uh, on the Sixers? Maxi, because it wasn't Tobias Harris, old bum ass. 
Who's the second? Who's the who's the second or third best player on the Nuggets? Uh your boy who think he Kobe Bryant, but he but he not. With <laughs> I hate him. I Will, hate him. Will Barton. I hate Will Barton. Oh my Will god. Barton, Will Barton. But that's Barton. what we're talking about, though, bro. We talking about we talking about you going out every night with Will Barton, with Will Barton as your Robin, and you finishing in the same spot that that the MB led Sixers did. In the West, hold on. In the same, in the same spot, in the same spot that that they did in the West. Okay. Joker, 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 averaging twenty-seven and thirteen. Explain to me how he's averaging more assists this season than he did last season with Murray and uh and 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 uh and Michael Porter Jr. How he averaging more rebounds? This goes back. This goes back. To being a smart player, he is finding he is finding and making sure that these third and fourth string players mm-hmm. get the ball in the right spots to where they can make the right plays and the best mm-hmm. shots for them in the team. Okay, he's doing that at, cool. at at seven feet. Do you know how many free throws a game Joker averages? Not many. I get it. I Five. Get it. Okay. Five. Five doing work. He doing yeah, work. I ain't taking no to work. I ain't taking nothing away from him. It has nothing. It has nothing to do with it. It, 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 it has nothing to do with the numbers almost because okay. he's he's averaging less points. Granted, more rebounds and assists, but he's doing so much more. His with PER so less, with so much less than Embiid is, and he's done that all season. There were no trades. You know what I'm saying to eventually. Get him another All Star. None, none of that. Okay, none of that. and he and and he's been that consistent. All and then we're not going. We're not even going to bring up the amount of games he's played. Like he shows up every night. Pretty much shows up every night. That's great. And, you know, you slow clap it off like it means absolutely nothing. I'm, I'm not taking away seasons, from him, bro. I'm this is one of the best seasons. I ain't taking away. From if you listen, you go to the free throw line. Granted, free throws are part of the game. Yes, but you are. go to the free throw line based on another man's mistake. Am I right or wrong? Thanks. I think. Joker has taken 468 free throws this season. And beat has doubled that and scores almost 10 of his points per game from the free throw line. Okay. Almost 10 of his points per game from the free throw line, bro. And again, that's great that he's drawing fouls, but he's drawing fouls down low. Joker's drawing Joker's drawing fouls as the prime as the primary ball handler. Okay, primary ball handler. Okay, Joker's having an amazing season, and and, and I'm sorry, I don't even think this should be up for discussion. Right. But it is. Like, congratulations to Embiid on his on his uh, on his on his story. Which he wouldn't have gotten if Bron played if if Bron didn't get hurt and played the last two games of the season. Let's just be realistic. Let's just be. You want to take away his score title? Like no, 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 no. I'm just being realistic, bro. Sometimes the truth hurts. You saw what I had to type about AD in the group today when we talked about when we talked about the college career. That hurt me to put, mm-hmm. but it's the truth. Joel yeah. Embiid wasn't going to win the scoring title. Okay, so. Real quick, I just want to point out 
I, this is my argument about it. I haven't really seen anybody's take on this on, on the media or anything, but like if you look at the Denver Nuggets team, while you people may not think that he has a lot, he has a veteran team and a and a and a veteran coach around him and a solid rotation that they know what they have. And they, he's had that all year. While he hasn't had MPJ and Mike and, and Murray, he's had players around him that are not scrubs. How many all-stars or how many lottery picks does he have on that team? Aaron Gordon or Tobias Harris? Tobias Harris is trash, bro. He hasn't played like, like uh, no, Tobias Harris is trash. Maxi, Tobias Aaron Gordon, answer the question. Aaron Gordon or this Tobias year? Harris? This year, Aaron Gordon. This year, Aaron Gordon. All right, never mind. Look, he has Monte Morris. He has Will Barton. He's done what in the league? You talking about? No, I'm talking about this year. Look, he has Aaron what Gordon. What did he, he do has, this year? He has Jeff Green. He has J. Michael Green, who is a solid, solid role player. Um, uh, he has cousins who came on and started killing. I mean, what are their stats here, looking like, Tweed? It's not about stats. This, this like? is a team. This is a team who who supports their 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 best player very well. The Sixers. Who do they because have? He put them in those places. These same players. These same players were not doing that last year. I These same it. players were not doing that last year. Because they behind, had MPJ behind Murray and, Murray. and MPJ. Because they didn't. They wouldn't. They didn't. They couldn't show it. But look, on the flip side, they played. They played last year. I they played. It. And they still they were played solid. last year. But look, peep this. What is, what does Joel Embiid have this year without Embiid before he got hardened? He has to draw them fouls because all he has is a young Maxi and a Tobias Harris who never shows up. Who else does he have? A young nobody. A young that's averaging a dub. Nobody they had a breakout season, bro. Let's 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 be honest. Did 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 Tyrese Maxi not have a breakout season? That's one player, one young player who had his best season. Are, are you forgetting? Are you forgetting before the Ben Simmons trade that they had Seth Curry as well, and Andre Drummond? Yes. Like, why are we even Andre talking Drummond. about who had the better squad? Like, this is a waste okay, of Andre, time. Andre Drummond didn't even give minutes. Andre Drummond didn't give minutes, and Seth Curry. Okay, you had a shooter. You had one shooter, bro. The first. So you the, take a so you take a Monte first. Moore. You take a Monte Morris over uh, Maxi. I ain't saying that. Bro, the very, the very, first, the very first time MB went down. Yeah. And Drummond had to start. Drummond put up 23 and 16. That's cool. Like he was going crazy. Like, bro, not, not he had 18. These guys, these guys were not terrible until they got, you know what I'm saying? They All weren't right. terrible without James Harden in no look, way, shape, form, or fashion. At the end of the day, look, I get it. Congrats to Joker on his second second MVP. I get it. All I'm his saying is well I'm, deserved. His well deserved second MVP. I'm just putting on for my man Simb because motherfuckers will forget about his year when it when when it's all said and done. And we gonna congratulate Joker on this year. But it's like, look, I'm just saying going forward, we might regret this. Why? All I'm saying, Minno and Minno, you watch the herd too because herd had was talking about this too. Um, about how Joker, I don't know, it's, these numbers might not be, they might be a little fool's gold, might be. But again, hey, congratulations on his MVP. I know he got it. He gonna have it. The media the media personality is going to vote him MVP. I get it. 
Congrats. But it ain't like the media need to be swayed in any way by this. Like, if you've watched this man all season, he is the MVP. Cold. You and I, you and I just went, you you post you posted the other day uh Joel and B's last five games. Yeah. And then I posted uh Jokers. In no way has MB even separated himself enough to even <laughs> to even be what is he gonna do though? Like, because what what do you say? Me, he's literally number two. He said the other day, "What else you want me to do?" Like, uh, look, if you look at his last five games, he like averaged forty and 10, 40 and fifteen. Like, what you want him to do? Drop fifty and twenty? Like, what do you, what is, what is, what does he got to do? What and, he, I, I felt him with that. Like, what do you got to do? What he has to do to get MVP over Joker? Run, run your offense. Get a couple more assists. Capable, which he's not capable. I said, run your offense, bro. Okay. I said run your offense. I didn't I, say drop dimes. This I, man I, runs the offense. That's cool. The other, the other little niggas on the floor have, have have the position PG by their name, but they're not playing point guard. Monte Moore is solid, but yeah, I get it. I get it. I didn't say he wasn't, but he's not playing point guard. Okay. All right. He's not playing point guard, bro. All right, Minnow, who, who you got? You still Joker. Joker? It's Joker. Joker. It's not. It's not Giannis because Giannis is made of. Made a very he been he been injured too much. Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay. Giannis has made a, a, a big leap in the last few games. He, he looking in MVPs too. And then Joker don't really, I mean, yeah, he averages steals and blocks, but like we all know Joker defense ain't in beat or Giannis. That's his that's block, one of my biggest knocks. His blocks aren't his blocks aren't, but altering a shot. Or 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 forcing a kick out. If it's a miss, it's just as good as a block, bro. Literally, it's just as good as a block. Okay. You and you like to be a defensive-minded person. Altering altering a shot can mean just as much. A, a miss is just as good as a block, as long as you grab the rebound. Man, we'll see. Let's see. Let's see who 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 they Rage. who they playing. All right, so Denver playing Golden State first round. Let's see. Let's see what MVP do first round of the playoffs. Oh, in my State. opinion, he's going home. <laughs> we'll talk about it at, 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 on the next show, uh, on the playoff show. It's going to be it's gonna be real interesting. Stay tuned to Numbers Live for the playoffs because the playoffs is upon us. A lot to dissect. So that was the play-in and the season awards. Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Let the games begin. Yeah, again, man. I, I'm. This is this is probably the most excited I've been for the playoffs uh, in a in a while, man. It's because of the way the matchups are set, who's playing who. Um. Kind of unfortunate that we still. I mean, Matisse Thybul ain't a ain't a ain't a household name, but I mean, kind of unfortunate we still at the point where we gonna. You know what I'm saying? Teams are gonna possibly miss players yeah. uh, due to not being vaccinated. That's you know, it it is what it is. Um, they're gonna need this defense in 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 against Toronto, and things can get hectic for them if they end up dropping one of them first two in Philly. Yes. Yes, it's it's gonna be crazy, trust me. But yeah, we, we can talk about that on the playoff episode. But Tyree, uh my bad. Um Matisse Stiebel 
not being vaccinated and able to play in Toronto, that's that's gonna be huge, man. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm boy, um, Jordan B though already don't have a lot of help in Philly, so it's like who gonna who gonna guard the best player, man? Who eh? he does a lot, even though the stats she don't show it, Thibault does a lot, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, but we will see y'all possibly sometime later. Sometime later this week or next week to go over the playoffs, the playoff matchups. But good luck to the Clippers and the Spurs in this play-in. Hope the Clippers get out this play-in so this man can come back and we can finally get this chip that the Clippers have been shooting for. So we'll see. All right. So that's it. That's it for the play-in tournament episode. Um, I'll holla at y'all later on. Numbers live. Check us out everywhere. We're literally everywhere. Just Google us. Google us, baby. We everywhere. Peace. I'll let y'all next time. Peace. Peace.